Hi, I'm Madeline. And I'm Rickard. We're from the band Elaine. You're watching CMS TV. Do you like great heavy metal banter about the more modern bands of today? Then you need to be checking out Talk To Me. That's right, you need to be doing it. Featuring the one, the only, well, maybe not either of those two, but uh, one of the bassists of Primer 55, Mr. Joshua Toomey, as well as yours truly, we dig deep into today's modern heavy metal world to bring you the best podcast in the goddamn game. So you should be watching. Get Talk To Me at YouTube.com NotFest or wherever you get your favorite audio podcasts. New episodes come out every Thursday in audio form and on Fridays on YouTube over there at NotFest. Make sure you are tuned in. Talk to me on NotFest.com. Subscribe today. presents and i of course am chris aiken and today joining me on the show we are going to get some thrash and i mean some old school style thrash but from a newer band a band you guys definitely want to discover called rhythm of fear they have a brand new release called fatal horizons and man as i was as i was telling our guests before we started this thing just makes you want to punch somebody this is aggressive as hell and i couldn't love it anymore so to talk all about it is the vocalist, Mr. Jay Santiago. Jay, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, dude. Loving the record, as I told you before. I, Thank you. I'm a thrash head. You know, I, I'm fortunate enough to be old enough and to have actually lived in the Mecca at the time that it was happening with yes. Death Angel and Exodus and Testament and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm a believer that, that this music has never died. It just keeps going. There's tons of great bands now. It's just that people aren't discovering it. Your band being one of them, man. So it's uh, you know, it's great to discover yet another killer killer band, man. I'm I'm glad to capture the listeners, man. You know, this has been a, a thing for a little while, and you know, we've been pushing through, and we're excited to get this new record and you know, in front of people and getting it in their ears and seeing what they think. Right on, man. Well, dude, for people that don't know of Rhythm of Fear, why don't we start with maybe you give us a brief introduction of the band, how long you've been together, where where they can see you, where they should look to see you, all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Rhythm of Fear is a band, thrash band from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, we've been a band since uh, right around the later half of uh, 2010. Um, so we've been around a, a little while. Sure. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to play music that's that's true to us as a as musicians and again as people who who listen to metal and and music period and, you know we uh we like to make music that appeals to us right on and, and with with hopes that it appeals to everybody else too sure and, and the thing is is you guys do very much the throwback style there there's bands 
and, and I'm sure you see this too, man. There's bands that they call thrash that I don't consider to be thrash. You know, right, right. Like like Lamb of God is just one example. Right. I don't really think of them as a thrash band. I think of them as like an extreme band. Right. Th- though they have like you know uh, elements, influences, and yeah. yeah, and elements and things like that. But element. But you guys. You could throw your songs and an Exodus record all into a blender and it's all, it would all sort of come out the right way in the wash. So talk a little bit about your influences that have led you into this style, man. Cause it is a throwback style. It's not the current flavor. Where do we start? <laughs> um, so originally uh, most of the members in the band aside from Cody, which is our, our lead guitarist, um, we all pretty much grew up within like the hardcore scene and things like that. Sure. I grew up more listening to like uh, punk music and, and hip hop. Um, but that led me into, you know, the faster, more aggressive music. And um, around the time that I joined the band was when I really started to uh, dive into like, you know, the whole metal scene and, and thrash metal and things like that. Um, so that being said, you know, we have a lot of influences from hardcore punk things like that and um of course within thrash metal you know you have the big four uh you can't go without the big four obviously but um we tend to kind of like dive into the more unknown so we try to find bands that are lesser known bands but still pretty much have the same i guess skill level as most of these other well-known bands so uh with that we we kind of we made our own uh, uh, trinity, if you will. It's three bands that pretty much influenced us okay. uh, the, the most out of out of pretty much everything, and it's uh, Slammer from the UK, okay, um, Cyclone Temple from Chicago, sure, and uh, Forced Entry from Seattle. So okay. yeah, so we we uh, we love those bands, even though you might not be able to like hear all the influence from those bands. Uh, I, I like to think of our band as kind of like a melting pot of pretty much everything that we like, you know? Sure. Definitely. So. And, and you know, man, and I, I don't think enough people understand how strong this scene actually is. I mean, and, and again, I think a lot of it has to do with the big, the big bands of the, of the yesteryear. They're still making good records. Right. I mean, Definitely. you know, you overkill anthrax, Testament, yeah. Exodus, Even, you name it. They're all, yeah. They're heathen. They're all making great records, which I, in a way, I think has really hidden the fact that there is some killer thrash that's out there right now. You know, bands like Chrysix or Havoc or, you know, I, I mean, there's Warbringer. They, there's just a, there's a laundry list of great Evil. bands. Yeah, yeah. Evil, another one. Yeah. Why do you think it is that this wave, unlike other styles of music, it seems like this wave of of newer bands just isn't getting the attention that other styles have had when their next wave has come. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of oversaturation within the, you have to think, you know, back in the the early eighties, no one was doing it. Right. No no one had the skill level to do it. Nowadays, everyone's in a band. Uh Everybody can play guitar on an extreme level, you know, so I feel like that has a lot, uh, obviously has a lot to do with it. And in, in, in my opinion, you know, sure. no, so, definitely, yeah. definitely does, man. Well, dude, let's dig into fatal horizons, man. New release. Sure. Um, 
comes out at a very tough time to put out a new release just because literally every single band in the entire world had two years to write their record. Yes, they did. So, so talk a little bit about, you know, I mean, obviously you have to release music at some point. You can't just right. wait forever. But wh when were these songs written and um, why now as far as releasing the music? So uh, it's kind of hard to say when the songs were written. I think they were written over the course of the last... I don't know, the pandemic kind of uh, erased Blurs the line. my mind pretty much. <laughs> right. so, um, so I'd say maybe the past four years. Um, we we kind of constantly write as a band. So even before the last record came out, I feel like we were already in the process of writing these songs. And it was more of a, just fine-tuning them. But um, so... Uh, yeah, definitely within the last the last four years, and we just decided, you know, we uh, we ended up getting getting on with Monarch Heavy, and we felt like the world needed to hear what we're writing now, and kind of like as we're writing music and as we're maturing as a band, we kind of find our sound a little bit better, and I feel like this has definitely done that. We've we've found our sound, and we're trying to just, you know. We, we just hope people people like it, you know? Right. I, I feel sure. like it's, it still is a little bit different than um, a lot of, you know, quote-unquote thrash metal. But mm -hmm. I think I think it's definitely, it's Rhythm of Fear. It's what we have to offer to the world. So sure. hopefully they like it. Well, the thing that I think that I, I do think separates it from most of the, the thrash that I hear anyway is it's not as, I don't want to say corny because that's not the right word. I love thrash, so I don't want to say any of it's corny, but right, right. It, it, it's very, very real, you know? It, it, and, and I think that might be, I mean, there's certainly songs, like you said, that you can listen to Insidious System as an example, and you can hear the hardcore reference pretty easily. Right, right, right. But, but I, think, I think lyrically is where you guys separate because you really write about real world stuff and not just, not just, hey, Donald Trump's a dick, you know, yeah, yeah. Not, not that kind of thing. I mean, it's very intuitive and it's very introspective, which is rare in, in thrash, man. I think that's one of the things, to me anyway, that really separates you guys from the rest of the pack. Yeah, I think with this record, um, well, not, not only with this record, we, when we write a record, we choose to write about kind of like unorthodox things. Mm-hmm as well as writing about things that are like completely real to us. So like we choose to write about a lot of uh, like occult things, a lot of conspiracy theories, um, uh, horror films, the list, the list goes on. But then with that, you know, we try to write about things that um, affect us as, as people, you know, in this band. So a lot of it is uh, depression, anxiety, um, on this record specifically, there's a song uh, about myself that I, I suffer from uh, chronic migraines. So mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the songs. Um, it's called Self-Destructive Brain. Uh, that's pretty much about my migraines and how it, uh, it affects me on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, we have songs about dreams and, you know, different things like that. But uh, so with the record, we tried to kind of, group it into a theme of uh, sci-fi horror. So even though not every song is sci-fi horror, we try to kind of give it that edge to make it feel like it. So right on. I think, right. no, go ahead, go ahead. 
I, I was just going to ask, is it comfortable to do that? Especially when you write about yourself. And I'll just tell you, I write books and I've written real world books about divorces and, you know, an industrial accident I was in, et cetera, et cetera. It's very right. real. And it's very weird to me. Right. When people come up to me and are like, know more about me than I think they should know. You I, know? I, yeah. I'll say it, 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 it'll be, it'll be a little strange, but I kind of feel like, in a way that's what connects the band to the people. And, you know, we're, we're no one special, obviously, you know, like we're people just like you guys are. And I'd like to personally connect with the people that listen to my music. You know, I love talking to people before and after our show. And I feel like that makes it a little, you know, a little bit easier to kind of connect with the, the, the fans of our music. So. Right on, man. Well, dude, why don't we do this? Um, you've got this video out for Tears of Ecstasy. Um, fun video, cool video. Uh, tell me a little bit about the song and, uh, and about the video itself. Um, so the song is, uh, I'm, if you couldn't tell, it's directly, you know, inspired by uh, Clive Barker and uh, Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. So the, the lyrical content, everything is, is pretty much inspired by Hellraiser. And uh, we, with the video, we kind of wanted to capture that. I think, I think we did it. Right. Uh, you let me know what you think. <laughs> I'll tell you this. You did it better than these guys that did the new Hellraiser. That's for sure. Oh, oh I haven't seen it yet. Don't ruin <laughs> don't, it. Don't. They should call it Woke, woke Razor because it's no. just the woke version of Hellraiser. It's awful. But <laughs> oh, man. I'll play. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll play a better video than that right now. We'll play Tears of Ecstasy. It is Rhythm of Fear from Fatal Horizons. And we will be back with more from Jay Santiago right here on Krasega Presents. the band rhythm of fear fatal horizons is the album or the release i don't know what we're supposed to call them these days but i'll still say album and i'll say album because it's something you should buy and i'm going to stress that over and over to everybody don't just stream it you can stream it but also buy it for god's sakes buy buy one song buy one hey, freaking song for a book we'll just, we'll just take listening to it if you listen to it thank you so much <laughs> yeah well yes and no because obviously, obviously, the goal at some level is for you guys to be able to afford to keep doing this. And, right. and without, without people supporting, you know, by just listening to it, correct me if I'm wrong on this, if you see this this way, because I, I see it this way and it drives me nuts. When you tell people, yeah, just go stream it. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube, whatever. There's no connection. There's no 
There's no value to it. Where if somebody even spends $1, just $1 downloads one song of yours for a dollar, now they're connected to it because they've right. invested in it. And right. it, it, it might give somebody just that much more incentive to listen to the whole thing I, and grow with it. I agree. I agree. And there's, there's actually, there's nothing like holding the actual album in your hand and right. looking through the booklet and reading the lyrics and seeing all the imagery throughout the whole thing. I think that I, at least for me, there, there might be a nostalgic value to that, but I I'd prefer, you know, actually holding the actual album. Sure. No question. And I think, I think with your, with your material too, your, your lyrical content is so much deeper in a lot of ways that I, I don't think just blindly streaming it in a playlist is really going to do you guys a whole lot of justice. Is that fair? Yeah, it, it definitely is. You know, and that, that actually came up in a lot of conversation with our, our videos and things like that. We're like, okay, you know, we know lyric videos are very, very popular. Mm-hmm. but what song are we going to do a lyric video to? Because we feel like the lyrics to all the songs are equally as important, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, so that there's a little, little conflict there, but you know, like I said, ultimately, if you get the record in your hand, definitely please read all the lyrics and, and we, we hope to really connect with, with you guys as, as listeners and fans. Sure. What's more important to you that people enjoy the music or that they get the message? Both. Okay, but if you had to pick one, um, I think uh, I don't know. That that's that's definitely a hard, a hard, a hard one. I want people to to enjoy it, you know, and connect to it at the same time. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I I it's like the hardest question because it's, it's the whole: Do you want to be a disposable band or not? Right. You know, it's right. it's like yeah, you could technically go out there and become the next hootie and the blowfish you know right, I, mean, right. I mean there's a lot of people that still 30 years later know a song or two from hootie and the blowfish oh, yeah. but are they connected were they ever connected right versus a you know you find a band that's your own you never let it go you know right that's right. It, it's such a i don't know the business itself is so weird but that's a whole nother show <laughs> it is it is <laughs> nice well dude one of the songs that really jumped out at me as far as uh, lyrical content and just the song itself, uh, simulated times, okay. just, just uh, that's maybe the deepest lyrical song you guys have, at least outsider looking in. Right. So right. Tell me the, tell me the story behind that one. And if you feel like it's the deepest for you guys. Um, do I think it's the deepest? No, but I guess, okay. I guess going back to, um, us writing real things. Uh, the song was written about um, my dreams that I have. I tend to have like really uh, uh, realistic dreams. Okay. And, uh, you know, and this this song in particular was about a dream I was having that I was stuck in a simulation. You know, your basic simulation theory. I, I woke up in this place in a city, and it was my wife and I, and uh, I was with my niece and. Um, we're walking into a business and we notice that there's this like big explosion happening on earth and there's a bunch of falling asteroids, you know? Right. And, uh, we go to run because that's our first instinct. And we kind of realize that there's no running, you know, like we couldn't run away from it. It, okay. it was inevitable, you know? Right. So, um, we kind of just sat there and held each other while, the explosion took place and the world ended. 
And then uh, everything turned black and I woke up next to my wife in a testing facility. And um, there's a lot of like uh, um, people there that were running tests on me and my wife and uh, pretty much trying to check our memory and things like that. And it was a simulation lab. And they, they had us walk through this gauntlet of things that would trigger certain uh, memories of ours just to, you know, see where we were at with our memory. And then, um, you know, I hear other people in the background crying and screaming, not knowing what was going on. And uh, then I black out again and wake up in another simulation. So that's pretty much what that song is. All right, Jay, I'm just going to ask you straight up. When is the book? Because for God's <laughs> sakes, you, you have that gift. That, that could write a book? Well, it's initially my ideas, but the lyrics tend to be a, a mixture of pretty much, you know, every, everyone's effort in the band, you know, to write, to write lyrics for these songs, you know. So I have, a, I have a lot of ideas. You know, our drummer Logan's got a lot of ideas, and we try to, uh, to kind of come together and, and write something that, uh, you know, that goes along with our experiences, I guess. Right so. on, man. Well, dude, obviously this kind of band, the best way to, the best way to experience it is to see it live. Um, what, obviously new record coming out, uh, seems like the pandemic is somewhat over, I guess, where you can actually get out there and Things play are shows. becoming more, no- more normal now. So. Yeah. So what does that mean for um, Rhythm of Fear? Are, are there plans or things in the works or trying to find yes. tours or what? Yes, we are. Uh, hopefully getting back on the road here and uh, that begins with a tour with a band called I am from Texas um, and body box from Orlando, Florida. So that begins in November and pretty much goes through the majority of November. Um, And then after that, we'll see, you know, right on. Definitely. Now, now dude, in, with that in mind, you know, we mentioned earlier about how the great bands of the past still making great music. Me personally, I don't feel like they're doing their job of bringing the next wave up. I feel like when I was a kid, you know, and I, and I grew up in the 80s, you know, I'm, I'm old. But, <laughs> you know, when I grew up and I went and saw Metallica or Megadeth or whatever, there was two or three other bands that made sense that I didn't even know their names. But, right. you know, I went to the shows and I saw those bands and they mm. became heathen or forbidden or, you know, whoever right. it would be. I don't see any, any of those bands really doing that anymore. Do you, think, do you think that that could ever happen again, or do you think that it's even necessary now because it, 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 there's so much distance between what it used to be and what it is now? Um, I kind of feel – I don't know. That, that's, that's a good question. I, I feel like the, the era of uh, arena bands is pretty much over at this point. Um, aside from of course your big four um but do i think it could ever get there yes um but i feel like we're a long a long ways away from that you know right sure yeah you're definitely not saying that rhythm of fear wouldn't tour with metallica if asked right (laughs) Uh, you know i would i would i would really hate to turn them down (laughs) you you wouldn't want to leave them hanging right 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 nice (laughs) well dude obviously man the band is rhythm of fear the new album is fatal horizons where should we tell people to go to keep up with you guys and tour dates and buy merch and all that stuff uh facebook would be a great place uh at rhythm of fear um 
Instagram, of course, at Rhythm of Fear. Um, and then head over to Monarch Heavy. Uh, that's where they have all the pre-orders for the record. Okay. Um, any exclusive merch there. Um, also, Masker merch also has a bunch of our merch, too. Check them out. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Very good, man. Well, dude, why don't we do this to, to close this one up? We'll um, play the video for um, Insidious System, which yeah. is uh, which is about as real world as it gets, I think. Right. Um, so um, tell us about this video to wrap this one up. Yeah, so this one is uh, – it was Ray uh, – it was definitely inspired around the time of the, um, the protests that were going on around uh, the George Floyd um, sure. incident. So, and that is obviously just the tip of the iceberg, but we felt very inspired at the time to write a song about police brutality and, you know, the racial injustice in the United States, um, as well as pretty much everywhere else. Um, But here, because we live here, you know, so uh, that's pretty much what this one was about. And there's definitely a bit of uh, rage and anger in this one. So we kind of hope you guys feel that too. Well, let's uh, let's test it out for ourselves. Let's check it out. It is Insidious System. It is the band Rhythm of Fear from the album Fatal Horizons. And uh, Jay Santiago, thanks so much for joining me here on Second Presents. Thank you. everybody it's chris aiken from all the shows and wanted to share with you one of my other passions other than music that of course being coffee anybody that's listened to me knows that i love coffee and i have found another great brand ladies and gentlemen that you guys need to check out simply named no gimmicks to it at all it's just coffee brand coffee it's fantastic coffee and i am not kidding you They have everything that you would possibly want. Their coffee is excellent. I like the roaster's choice, but they have the pumpkin spice and all that other stuff, all the flavored stuff that you might like. Uh, They've got K-Cups for you. They've got cold brews. They offer tea. They've got cocoa. They literally have everything that you would want. So if you're looking for a great coffee, if you don't want to just settle for the crap that they sell you at the grocery store, this is another fine alternative coffee brand coffee just go to www.bit.ly slash cms coffee one more time bit.ly slash cms coffee and use the coupon code cmspn to save a little bit of money and you can get some of the best coffee that is available today 
So one more time, it is Coffee Brand Coffee. We love it here at the Classic Metal Show, and you will too. So get some today, folks. Coffee Brand Coffee.